Heavenly Father, we are here to hear your word today. The word of truth. Please fill each and every one of us with the Holy Spirit so that we may be able to eat the spiritual food, the spiritual bread that gives us life. Help us to digest it and to keep it close to our heart. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Meditation of the week comes from Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another god. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life, in thy presence is fullness of joy, at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Today's message comes from Luke, also 16. Verses 19 through 31. This is a message that a lot of us know. This is about the beggar Lazarus and the rich man. I'll go ahead and read it. Starting with verse 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, 
Between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. The words of Jesus, the only truth in heaven and on earth, are true nothing but the truth whether people believe it or not. Believers receive life and go to heaven, but unbelievers have no choice but to go to hell. In Jesus' words given today, we can see that a rich man in suffering is in the hell after death because he does not believe in God and he is still suffering in flames even today. The beggar Lazarus who lived off of crumbs that fell from rich man's table rests in peace after death in the arms of Abraham also known as the paradise. Whether you believe this or not, God does not care because it is a personal choice. Jesus gives this word today for us to understand and believe. Anyone who does not believe this word will say to themselves and will not believe it by justifying their unbelief by their own judgment, saying, How can a man go somewhere after death when his body is rotting away in the grave? By comparing God's word with what they have learned, they may think Jesus is stupid and foolish. But God is also speaking to him or her who believes that the word of God does not make sense and believes that it is not realistic. God is saying that when he made man, he made him as a living soul. Not only that, he also made the spirit and the body at the same time. Anyone who doesn't believe this word of God will want to ask a famous medical doctor or a scientist to confirm that God's word is wrong. He or she may try to make sure to find out about soul in text books at school. But they may not be able to find answer, but only find their ignorance in the end. No matter how much they think, they will never find out how many souls are suffering in the flames of hell inside the earth. God's word is clearly proclaiming about this in Psalm 49. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not. He is like the beasts that perish. Man that is in honor 
and understandeth not, is like the beasts that perish. An easier way to explain the word is, a dog or cat will never understand that there is hell inside the ground. After all, there is no difference between unbelievers of the words of God and dogs or cats in this respect. Because dogs and cats have no living soul within them. They return to dust when they die, but man is a living soul, so their body returned to dust as animals, but living soul never dies and has to live somewhere, either heaven or hell, whether they believe this or not. The Bible once again speaks of those who do not believe God's word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. In another word, a person who is born once biologically cannot understand God's words. They'll think it's foolish, no matter how God says there is hell in the earth. They don't know that they can't understand or realize the spiritual word of God without being born again by the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us that God made hell in the earth. We see this in Matthew chapter 25 verse 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. The devil, fallen and cast out to the earth from heaven, Sinning against God cannot die either because he is a spirit, not a body. Therefore, God must keep them in the fire of hell forever. In addition, since man is created as a living soul, even if the body dies, the soul cannot die forever also. So that those who do not believe in God must suffer in the eternal fire with the devil. Many people like to show their righteousness by saying why the God of love made hell. We often hear them saying, they'll never believe in that kind of God. Just because they don't believe in hell, hell is still inside the earth and it's still and it's not going to disappear at all. Ironically, when they curse at others, they'll yell out, Go to hell. In the words given today, God tells us that there are two kinds of people. The first one is in Abraham's bosom, paradise. And another one is in hell. Those who went to Abraham's bosom at that time 
were at the place for the children of Abraham who believed in God and kept the law. No one could ascend to heaven until Jesus shed his blood for the sins of the world, died, and rose again. When the thief who was crucified with Jesus made a confession unto Jesus of his faith, Jesus said unto him, You shall be in paradise with me today. The paradise Jesus spoke of was Abraham's bosom, where the beggar Lazarus was. But another thief, who did not believe in Jesus, rather cursed Jesus, had no choice but to go to hell, where the rich man went. When Jesus died and resurrected, in order to pardon the sins of the world, all the Old Testament saints in Abraham's bosom were able to be resurrected and ascended to heaven. We see this in Matthew chapter 27, 51 through 53. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Since then, Abraham's bosom in the earth has been taken to heaven, and the paradise in the earth has become empty. The rich man in hell could no longer look at Lazarus and ask for that drop of water to cool his tongue. When the rich man who suffered in the flames of hell asked Abraham to send Lazarus and ask his five brothers not to come to hell where he was suffering, Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. That's right. Since God loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son Jesus to die and to be resurrected for the sins of all the people of the world. Whosoever doesn't believe in Jesus is destined to go to hell where the rich man is suffering. Because since death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, it is a sin not to believe in Jesus. However, whosoever believes in him go to kingdom of God in heaven where Lazarus and the thief went. Therefore, Jesus himself said that before he departed the world, that God will send the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, in his name. And the Holy Ghost will reprove the world of sin because they did not believe in him. The only way to be righteous and go to heaven is to believe in him. He also said, the devil, the prince of the world, is already judged. 
Therefore, whosoever follows the devil has to go to hell with him. Um, I'd like to share a quick story about um, one of the co-workers. Uh, a few months back, I wanted to share about Jesus Christ and salvation and uh, how to avoid going to hell. So I explained to him, and I actually asked him first if he believed in Jesus. He said no. And right off the bat, he said, I'm okay. So he knew I was preaching about Jesus. And so I told him, if you deny him, he'll deny you. But if you accept him, he'll receive you and come into your heart. Um, he just shook his head and said, no, I'm okay. I'm okay as in I'm comfortable with what I possess today. Turns out he has a lot of money, a lot of possessions. Um, even though he is very close to retirement age, he is still working. Uh, as we, as I speak today, um, he said he doesn't believe. Uh, he said when he dies, he just get buried in the ground and then you just go somewhere. So I was like, well, according to the Bible, that's not what's going to happen. He still didn't believe it. So I told him, well, it's your choice. I preached about salvation that if you don't believe in Jesus, you are going to hell. And even till the end, not ne neither one of us got angry. It was a just a straight shoot conversation, and he denied it to the end. So I said, "Okay, the choice was yours. The choice still is yours." And he said it was okay. So we went our ways. Um, I still work with him, um, but it's just sad seeing how. You get blinded with money. Um, Bible also tells us about you can't serve two masters at the same time. Uh, meaning you can't be a servant of money and you can't serve God at the same time. Obviously, we can see that this gentleman isn't serving God. So he is serving money and he's just a slave to the money. Um, so that's just a quick story that I wanted to share the responses you get when you preach about Jesus to, um, first and foremost, unsaved natural man in that state, they will, um, not believe it. And, uh, in, in sense, they'll think it's foolish. Um, I see it every day, not only on streets, but even at workplace. This is the truth that I didn't see until I got saved. I too lived a very rigorous life where I chased money rather than God's way. Um, it's very tiring. You don't know that you're enslaved to the world 
um, because this current world is still reigned by the devil himself. I hope today's message differentiates heaven and hell and I bless all of you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.